listening to Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran And Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey, lads. How are you? I'm very well. Wonderful. I'm super. How are you, David Wolf? I am wonderful, also. People ask sometimes actually why many Magic the Gathering players ask the many question. Magic the Gathering <laughs> <laughs> many Skullcrack listeners ask why does David Wolf introduce himself as David Wolf but me and Kieran only use Kieran and Alan <laughs> do people ask that I people yeah, have several, asked that twice several now. people have said it to really me, yeah. nobody yeah, said yeah, it to yeah. me maybe they think I'm like <laughs> super egotistical for doing that or something yeah. um, no I think because uh, I know people that know you outside of Magic. Okay, uh, yeah. and they all call you David Wolf. They call you by your full name as well. They do. All, all that the is correct. Yeah. yeah, but that's not something that I've perpetuated. No, no. People have done that to me my whole life. There are people. In fairness, who, it's a good name. It is. It is yeah. a good name. Yeah. There are people who've done that with me as well that I know in school who would always call me Kieran Lyons. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to say it's. Um, I was going to say this, and then I was going to actually for you that like the the perfect name, the perfect pseudonym is like two syllables, one syllable. Yeah, a lot of those right. like writers and stuff, like writers and actors yeah. Yeah. who make up big names. Um, choose ones that are. Like blah blah blah. Yeah, Ringo that's very Star, true. Yeah, David Wolf. Yeah, Alan Harrison. <laughs> that's why I don't say mine. Even better, and the exception is when the name is Alan Harrison. It's even more perfect. Yeah. But that's what they it, say. Here's the here's the, well, I was trying to explain this a while ago to our friend who's having a baby soon. Oh, yeah, that, they, that they should try and uh, fit that in, like in that pattern. But oh, yeah. um, well, yeah, call her Salador <laughs> if it's a girl. Salador. Yeah, do you not know that? It's like, which writer said this? Uh, oh. Uh, your man Narnia. No, it was, uh, I thought it was Jared Your man Narnia, Mr. Thomas. And Jared Tolkien said this. Was it Tolkien? I think no, it was I don't think it was Tolkien. Oh, I don't yeah, think it was Tolkien. I'm pretty sure it was. Are you sure? It was, it was I, I remember reading this under Danny Darko trivia. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> well, this mentioned That Danny does Darko. not inspire faith in me, to be honest. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, IVB, what's, Danny what's Darko it? trivia. What's I thought it, it was uh, your man who did Narnia. But uh, okay. C.S. Lewis. I think it is C.S. Lewis that said this. But he said that uh, the, the phrase cellar door is the most beautiful combination of words in the English language. And then he wanted to or did call, name his daughter cellar door. Uh, because it sounded like cellar door. Because he thought it sounded so good. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. What? <laughs> yeah. Cellar door. So, I don't know, just cellar door. He just thought it was like a really nice enunciation thing. And it, okay. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah. I, okay. I have no backup on this, but I think it was C.S. Lewis. All right. That's how I feel about the words Karen liberated. I mean, is it... <laughs> 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 my, my daughter Karen. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, Kieran, is your name three syllables? No, Lions is... Is that two syllables, really? Well, it's a diphthong, isn't it? Lions. Ion. Ion. I Lions. Ion. Lions. It's I it's Diamond. Lion. Is that what you call it when it's not quite two, but it's more than one? <coughs> diphthong? Um, I don't know. It doesn't really have to do with syllables. That has to no. do with sounds. Oh, okay. Um, so I is a, dip, a diphthong, yeah. Lions. Yeah. There's definitely a bit of a gap there. like. Yeah, I would say, yeah, because of the Y sound, there's like a, a consonant in the middle there. A glottal stop, would you call it that? No, no. no. Yeah. What about an apostrophe? Uh, I don't think it's an apostrophe. Okay, no. all right, that's all the words I know. If if there was an apostrophe in there, it'd be something like Leon's or something like that. <laughs> Leon's. Yeah. Leon's. That'd be good. I might change it to that when I release my novel. Oh, yeah. 
Kieran Leons. All right, that's enough. That's our language minute for the week. All right. um, okay. You sports me to be a football minute, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The World Cup is is happening as yeah. we speak. Um, all right, we're going to kick it off with our own version of the World Cup, an exciting competition. Of <laughs> there's no way that you can relate to the World Cup. No. Um, so this is uh, what is it? What, is, what are we calling this segment? Opening packs for the crack. Yeah. <laughs> Cracking packs for the open. So we're going to open a pack of a uh, amazing standard legal set, Hour of Devastation, because uh-huh. I have them and I'm sick of having them in my house. If I can figure out yeah. how to open a pack of boosters. Before we say, before we start, one of the most uh, exhilarating pieces of magic coverage I've ever seen in my life has been um, some sort of. I mean, I was glued to this for like an hour of like a. It was like some kind of. Uh, it was like a, a scripted game of magic, like actors uh, sort of like reveal some hour devastation cards. So they had like two like Watsy staff in like t-shirts, oh, and they were like <laughs> they were like the gate watch, and they were just like acting really poorly. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna stop you, Bolus, but for Bolus, say this guy wearing the Bolus helmet." <laughs> And, like, he was just, like, a pro wrestler, and he was, like, just, like, he had this huge persona, and, like, he was supposed to be the bad guy, but he just won everyone in the, in the crowd over. And, like, they had giant magic cards, they were playing this, like, game of air devastation in the minute, and, like, he started off every turn with, untap, upkeep, draw! And, like, everyone was going wild, so I think they had a scripted that he'd lose. But, like, whenever, whenever the paint, whenever the Gatewatch had, like, a good play, people were, like, openly booing, and, like, you could see these, the poor Watsy staff in their white t-shirts were just like, no, we're the good guys! And then people would boo more. And uh, this guy, he just—he he was so great. I think uh, we can safely say that if that happened, if if Magic Story were in real life, most people would support Nicol Wallace. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, judging by the events of the world in the last year or two, <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's been definitely proven yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Nicol right. Wallace is a lot more charismatic than some elected leaders. That is true. The president. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Right. So what we're going to do is uh, basically rip off limited resources. And, uh, <laughs> we're going to. Uh, I'm going to read out the names of the cards, and then Al and Wolf, you're going to try and name the card. All right. So <laughs> you're down to name the card. <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. Easy. Uh, yeah. I'm t- take Set. it easy on you guys. All right. <laughs> yeah. The first one. The first one. Just the first. Are we card. alternate, will we? Yeah. Uh, yeah alternate. That's better. Yeah. Alternate. I'll, I'll even start. All right. Okay, but if you steal, you know. Then you're, you're going to be heads. Oh, All right. Double points. Ooh, yeah. that's pretty good. Balls. All, right. All right, the first card, Al, you can go first, is Mummy Paramount. Oh, dear God. Is this a... No, wait. <laughs> you're not going to get off on that one. No, it's... Um... Oh, no, I'm literally guessing. Uh, white. It's a white card. It is a white card. It's a dude wrapped in, in, in toilet paper. Uh, um, nope. Mummy Paramount. Um, it actually kind of... The art kind of looks like a bit like uh, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. But wearing a sort of a pharaoh's headdress garb. Okay, no, I did not know this card. Alright, would you like I'll to steal it? Um, I know that it's one and a white for a 2 2. That's correct. Zombie. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know the text. It is. Whenever a, a zombie. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. the battlefield under your control. Yeah, another zombie. Another zombie. Uh, it's not top target creature. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it, it is tap target creature. I it is steal. not. No, no. <laughs> that re steal. I did most of it. No, it uh, gets plus one, plus one. Ah, okay. All right, gotta go with it. Uh, second oh, card. Wolf. Okay, so this is for me. Yeah, yeah. So okay. zero all. Uh, crash through. Uh, this is red mm-hmm. for a sorcery. Yep. Creases your control. Gain 
trample and then to turn yeah. draw a card yeah correct yeah. not fair I play this card so much as standard <coughs> Al I'll you let didn't. you steal if you can say the flavour text <laughs> <laughs> I will not it's <laughs> we have to get out of the city Jeru all of us gather as many as you can Samwat former attack prop initiate <laughs> I like it. That's some high quality flavour text. Yeah, it's very generic. Okay, so back to Al. Carrion Screecher. Oh, this is, um... Oh, is it two in black for a 2-1 flyer? It is not. It's three what? in black oh. for a 3-1 flyer. Oh, <laughs> that is much better. Zombie Bird. Zombie Bird. And, uh... Sorry, I didn't give you a chance to steal there. That's okay. Oh, yeah. I uh, it is a way. zombie bird. It is a zombie bird. And I, but I will let you steal if you can get the flavour text. Oh, or no. make, a, make a good attempt at what you think it should be. <laughs> um, they'll eat anything. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two points then to Wolf. Yeah, the actual favourite text is The Banished Have Come Home to Roost, which is not great. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, the next card for Wolf Bitterbow Sharpshooters is a bit of a freebie. Uh, it's four and a green for a 4 4 reach. Vigilance. Yeah. Oh, just about got there. Yeah, and it's a. Jackal warrior. It's a jackal archer. Archer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're DQ'd from the tournament. Damn it. <laughs> uh, remember, brother, the eyes are always vulnerable. I never forgot. <laughs> this is that so is awful. It's, it's pretty Jesus. bad flavor text. Lads. All right, Al, you'll get this one definitely. Oh, better. Spellweaver yeah. Eternal. Oh, oh two one. Uh, one of the blue for two one prowess. Mm-hmm. And a fifth one. It's a flick two. A flick two. Jesus. Yeah. Why, why do we pay this more? Yeah, I don't know. I guess one toughness with minus one, minus one counters wasn't great. And it's not great with... I mean, Wolf is really getting the easier ones here, but Wolf, Rampaging Hippo. Uh, It's four green green for a five six Hippo. Yes. With Cycling 2. Yes. Is that it? Al, would you like to steal? Oh, steal the favorite text? No, steal the the card. Oh, it's Trample, damn it. It does have Trample. But, uh... Yeah, so I'll, I'll give Al that as a steal. Yes. All right. So 3-1 to Wolf. Now, back to Al. Avon of Enduring Hope. Oh, this is a... Oh, shit. It's a... Oh, apologies. Um, is it... Oh, four and a white for a 3-3 three, three, that gains life? Two life when it comes in? It is four and a white for a 3-3 three, three that gains life when it comes in. There's a bit more to it, though. That's flying. It does have flying. And how much life? Three. Three life, yeah, correct. But I get the exact yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Boom. you said two the first time, but I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. True. So it's three, two. Wolf. I think you said a few. A few oh, did life. you? No, I said oh, a few. Okay. I said, said a few. few. Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, Desert of the Indomitable. Uh, this is um, the green desert. It is a green it, desert. It, is, uh, <laughs> it enters the battlefield taps. It does. And it taps for green. Yes. And you can pay green and uh, cycle it. It's one and a green. <gasps> Fuck. But I'll give you that. You know, I also feel uh, it's colourless. Yeah, it is colourless. It's not a green desert. So oh, we're yeah, actually you know double I mean. wrong. Oh, but that makes you right again. It's a double green. <laughs> so 4-2 to Wolf. Alright, Al. Avon Reed Stalker. Oh, it's... Um, is this one... Is this, is this a blue one? Is it four and a blue for it? It's three... Wait, wait. I, I can no, see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll seal it if that's... Well, again, may you make your guess first. Alright, for... Uh, I think, I think this is a different card, but four and a blue for a 3 3 flyer or a flash. Oh, you're actually quite close. It's three and a blue for a 2 3 flyer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Damn. 5 2 to Wolf. Alright, we're into the uncommons. Uh, Wolf, Burning Fist Minotaur. It's one and a red for a 2 1 Minotaur, and it has fire breathing for one and a red. 
Al, would you like to steal? It has horns. <laughs> Correct. This card was great in Limited. Do you not remember this one? Is, no, it one I, is it not what I said? <laughs> it is, but it has loads more. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it has, has First Strike. It has First Strike, oh, okay. and the Fire Breathing is plus 2 plus 0, and you have to discard a card as well when you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, it was a very good card. So uh, nobody gets that one. All right. Uh, so 5 2. So. Ooh, I will reveal we do have a foil in the pack, Al, so you can still oh, win. Boom. All right. So. Uh, Al, yes. Crook of Condemnation. Oh, yeah, this seems to be. Is it. Oh, one man artifact? No. <laughs> damn it, two man artifact. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Two man artifact. Uh, uh, this is actually kind of. Uh, it's one and tap. Uh huh. To exile target card from a player's graveyard? Yes. And. And then. <laughs> two tap sack exile cards for target player's graveyard oh I'm going to let you steal a uh, re-steal Al uh, two tap and exile and do that no it's one and exile it oh. exile all cards from no the graveyard there's no tapping unfortunately okay. uh, Al Bane Whip Punisher no, it's back to Wolf oh wait Wolf Bane Whip Punisher alright it's uh, two and a black for a 2-2 two, two. Mm -hmm. and there's the battlefield put a minus one minus one counter on a creature and opponent controls yeah and you can play black and sacrifice it oh I'm not sure if there's a tap in there uh, no, black and sacrifice it to destroy target creature with a minus one minus one counter on it. That is correct. This card was great. It was yeah. very good. Alright, now we have standard all star Boom. questionable uh, Torment of Hailfire. Oh, I lost to this. Uh, it's. Oh, XX black black. Alright. Oh, no. no, it's X black black. It's one X, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be not good. Uh, it does all the stuff that those cards do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked this card. I always thought it was yeah. very, very cool. Uh, then we have a swamp. That's that's always good. And then I'm going to give this one to Al as well, just to just to try and catch back up a little bit. This is our foil. It's yeah. a, an uncommon, and it's called unconventional tactics. Ooh. Oh, so this card was very annoying to play against. That's all. Is this a, no? Is that the green combat trick? You untap two things and they get bigger. No. That's can I, can I steal to win the whole pack? You can. Yeah. So it's a uh, two and a white. Mm -hmm. To give. Oh, this is so good! Yeah. Um, fuck, oh, actually, I've, I've lost it. Oh. <laughs> it's a uh, target creature gains uh, plus two, plus three, plus three, and f target mummy. No. No, target mummy, target zombie. Yeah. Target creature gains uh, plus three, plus three, and flying until end of turn, and yeah. then sacrifice it at the end of turn. Uh, no. Oh, damn it. Oh, there's plus three, plus three, and flying after a mummy? Or no, it gets plus three, plus three, and flying. Yeah. That's it. And then. Oh, it's a go, sorcery. It goes from yeah. your graveyard back to your hand if a zombie dies. Enters the battlefield under your control? Yeah, if, when a zombie enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay white if you do okay, okay, okay. your hand. Anyway, that was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. Jesus. I love this uh, picture. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Zombies yeah, yeah. walking off a bridge. Yeah, and that is probably why you thought it was a kind of fling effect as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were dying. Yeah. is why I thought it was green as well. Pretty good. Uh-huh. So uh, nobody wins the pack. I'm throwing it away. Okay, all yeah, right. Into the cool. bin. One for Patreon. Okay, yeah, for our Patreon subscriber. <laughs> yeah. uh, me. Our single Patreon subscriber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, that was great. Um, so we have lots of uh, new preview cards to talk oh, yeah. about today. So the the previews are coming uh, hard and fast. Uh, really kind of snuck up on me this time. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, and then we're going to talk a little bit about your RPTQ preparation, check, mm -hmm. deck selection, stuff like that. Um, don't really have a tournament report this week, we should have a kind of a, a long one next week. Um, 
hopefully a <laughs> hopefully a celebratory one. Play a few rounds. Yeah, and um, so and then we'll be doing our deck of the day at the end. Okay, deck of the day, deck of the day. What is this? Yeah, we're doing day. <laughs> doing deck every day now. Next week, podcast every day. Um, all right. So some of the interesting cards. Uh, I'm just going to go through some of them. So a Jani, adversary of tyrants. This is a two white white for a planeswalker Jani. Has four loyalty, plus one. Put a plus one plus one counter on each up to two target creatures. Minus two, return target creature card with converted mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And minus seven, you get an emblem with at the beginning of your end step create three one one white cat creature tokens with lifelink. What do you think of this card? Um, I'm pretty low on it. Um, I think I think it's great. Ah, uh, but it's yeah, but it's I, th- I think it really so it doesn't really fall into a deck at the moment, so it is really building a deck around it. Mm. Um, I think it's because they're well, as was my 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 first thought when I saw it was there's going to be some board states where it'll do nothing when it comes in. Okay. Um, I mean, if they if if your two drop gets magma sprayed, or your three drop also gets magma sprayed, um, or if you, uh, if, if, if or if you don't curve into it. Uh, you're not going to want to play it'll be stuck in your hand in turn 4 well I mean your 3 drop is irrelevant to this card right why so you can only get back a 2 drop oh yeah well I mean like unless someone's on the board you put a counter on it yeah 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 oh right sorry yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. you know either way uh, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah maybe, like, maybe I don't know I think at the moment like the you know go to cheap removal is Magmas Ray I think maybe Magmas Ray rotates out would there be like a, a replacement cheap removal for exiling um, I'm not quite sure but I am on this card does not get back walking this very well. <laughs> not much gets back walking this really well. No, yeah, that's true. Scarpa does. Yeah, I don't like this card that much either. Pretty much for the same reasons you did. I just kind of feel like uh, it's good when you're ahead. Um, it's like fine when you're at parity as like a four mana play. Like it's not uh, like a huge advantage. And yeah, when you're behind and you play it, it's like even if you can bring back a two drop, drop how often does that even protect the planeswalker at that point in the game? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, as you said, all oh, there are times where you can just play it on an empty board and not be able to do anything with it, which is mm-hmm. pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, the ultimate, like, it takes a good while to get to. And, yeah, you'll win the game at that point. But, like, if you've managed to do that, it means you've been putting a load of counters on your creatures every turn anyway, so you've probably already won. Yeah. So, I just, I'm just not all that impressed, to be honest. Like, if you're an, a sort of white weenie aggressive deck and you're just, like, planning on floating the board anyway... And you're just like, I'm always going to have creatures, and if I get behind, I'm probably going to lose anyway, so I don't care. Then yeah, maybe it's like a kind of anthem effect that's not that terrible. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just not really seeing a place for it at the moment. Mm. I don't know, I kind of like it. Like, it depends. A lot of it, a lot of its power is, is obviously in whatever creatures are in the deck around it. You're going to have to play in a really creature-dense deck. Mm-hmm. Um, loads and loads of two drops but like I can see it in like a deck with like the knights like knight of malice knight of um, grace, grace. Yeah. that's true actually it's very good so it, yeah, it, like yeah, if yeah. it gets back knight of malice <laughs> then knight of malice mm-hmm. is, is a, yeah, yeah, it has the pump, yeah, yeah. Has the pump. Okay. and obviously Adobe. yeah pumping creatures with first strike obviously is quite good pretty yeah, good yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's true I didn't think about that yeah and Siphoner is a good one to get back to. And we do mm. have some new horses as well. Oh, God, um, yeah. All right. Uh, Omniscience being reprinted. That's very good. I almost bought this uh, a while ago for my mana deck, so I'm glad I did not. Scapeshift also reprinted. That's great. Um, 
Crucible Cris- kinda... of Worlds, also reprinted. Yeah, so like the, the 3Ds are like cards that are very well they do reprint, reprints, and it's like when you see them, you're like, oh, really, these reprinted, I can get them now. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, these are also these are also being standard. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What does that mean? What can yeah. they do? It's pretty interesting. I mean, none, of, none of them are very good in standard, though, are they? No, I don't think so, really. You've got, like, Tadiola. We do have two yeah. Crucible of Worlds effects, though, now in standard. Yeah, that's true. They both die to the grade. They do. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, Excavator's, like, gnarly seen playing Standard anyway. It's he's playing Modern and Legacy and stuff, yeah. which is cool. And, uh, yeah, this is great for Modern players, I guess, mainly for Crucible Worlds, and, and Commander yeah. players will lose their mind over it yeah. as well. Uh, Scape Shift very badly needed a reprint as well. Mm-hmm. That was coming up on, like, $50 a yeah. copy or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, very glad to see that reprinted. Again, not really going to do anything in Standard. Uh, as you said, yeah, yeah touch over or something. But, like, yeah. even that's, like... Kind yeah. of an ambitious thing to do, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, like, was this? I'm trying to think. When, when this was originally in standard, it was always with Valakut. Like, there was no other deck that. Yeah, well, I mean, this was standard. reprinted. Uh, this was printed originally before Valakut was printed, yeah. so it was just useless for a while. And okay, then, so, uh, that, so the question then was: it was actually useless at that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think time. it was in standard with Valakut. I think it was in extended with Valakut. Oh, that's what also. Yeah. When was it originally printed? Conflux. Lorwin. Oh yeah, so it was one one set out because it was a Lara. Yeah. After that, and then and then, uh, Zendikar. And then Zendikar, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah extended then, um, unless the rotation was weird and it was it was in the format. Maybe because yeah. Valakut was a deck, but I think that was just because Prime Time was in. Um, no, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so like obviously it's insane. Valakut, they're not going to print that into standard. That would be absolutely mm. outrageous. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be that would be the worst thing ever. Yeah, that would uh-huh. be very silly. Um, all right, the. Although we do have Alpine Moon. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Here's the first big, <laughs> big hitter for, for new stuff. Alpine Moon, red mana for an enchantment. Um, as it enters the battlefield, choose a non-basic land card name. Lands your opponent's control with the chosen name, lose all land types and abilities, and they gain tap, add one mana and value color. So you can choose Azkanta the Sunken Ruin. You can. Or, or whatever the flip side of Argol's Bloodfast is called. Uh, Temple, Temple of, of Aklazots. Aklazots. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. This, I think this is literally the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. Um, was it, it was today, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was today. Yeah, it was today. Yeah, it's got spoiled. Uh, today, so the first yeah. thing I saw when I woke up and I was like reading through each line of text, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's like a blood moon, but cheaper. Mm-hmm. Not like, like a pity needle for lands. I was like, oh, how good is this against Tron? Right, the first line is like, oh my god, it's getting. For each line, it's like, this cost one mana and it's doing all these things to, to, to be Tron. Then when I saw the last line, it's like, oh, well, it makes it gives you green mana for your nature's game. So yeah, yeah, it's fine. yeah. Uh, it's so narrow. Like even really if this narrow. were really good against Tron, you still probably can't put it in your sideboard in modern, right? Like, can you just sideboard against specifically one deck in modern? I suppose like it works against Valakut as well. Works against Valakut again. Works does, against yeah. like Ghost Quarter. You can play this in Tron. Yeah, I think I think that's that, that's mm-hmm. some more considering. Um, I think like the legacy works against like Dark Depths and Thespian Stage, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. either name either of them. Yeah, work. yeah. yeah. You, can, you can play it like like in Delver and just have it just have your wasteland speed rules at work. Name, name your yeah, it's one sided. That's, that's 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 pretty pretty sweet. It's really strange. Yeah, it's not as what you're saying. Yeah, trunk update itself. Yeah, uh, I think I think I suppose the trend at the moment. I mean, it's, this certainly happen in the future. I think the trend at the moment is that all the successful Tron decks are mono green because just because they'll fill the room. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're green red Tron is on the downswing. Yeah, uh, but I think if there's if there's a reason why Green Red Tron could become good again, this could be it. Mm. Um, this would be it. I mean, another another important thing for this against Tron is that it costs one mana. Yeah. So like yeah. Blood Moon and yeah, Blood Moon is obviously really effective against Tron, mm-hmm. but you know they, they have longer to draw their Nature's Claim. 
like if you're on the draw, it's useless because they sometimes already have Tron before you mm. before yeah. you play the Blood yeah. Moon. Whereas this can come down turn one, you've disrupted their their thing, and it might buy you time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, and then it's it's just really easy to pair it with, and um, like yeah, it being cheap and one sided, like it's such a great combination. Mm-hmm. Because it's like yeah, like we mentioned Blood Moon. One reason why Blood Moon isn't all that effective against Tron is because a it slows you down in two ways by taking your taking you off your turn three, and uh, and then you know messing up your lands as well. So the fact that this even if it's the lightest like on turn three alongside like a Goyf, mm-hmm. and like have it not affect you at all, mm-hmm. um, which I think which which I think could make it very 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 it's pretty very sweet. Um, they've really been killing it with the blood blood moon yeah. variations oh, yeah. of late. It's because they're going to reprint Tron at the standard. Escape shift. You never know. You never know. Some weird stuff Tron. going on. Yeah, um, all right, resplendent angel. One white white for a creature angel. Three three flying. At the beginning of each end step, if you gain five or more life this turn, create a 4-4 four, four white angel creature token with flying and vigilance, and you can pay three white, white, white until end of turn, resplendent angel gets plus two, plus two, and gains a lifelink. Could nice. be a thing. Yeah, Could be, yeah. yeah. It seems like a very good rate. I mean, obviously, like when you play it on turn three, it dies to everything or whatever. But Sure. I mean, there's life gain stuff in the format, right? we got anoint your priests, and renewed mm. faith is legal in the format as well. Uh, are there any decent lifelink creatures? Lyra? Yeah. Obviously, yeah, if yeah. you're smacking them with Lyra, yeah. you're probably winning anyway. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get a 4-4 well, every turn. Yeah, yeah, Lyra also gives this plus one, plus one, angel tribal. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. I yeah. was thinking of Shalai that did that. And, and then all the other angels, plus one, plus one as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they get... Yeah, and, and they get lifelink, right? The angels act... This one makes doesn't happen. Yeah, they, so yeah. Sorry, Lyra, Lyra gives the other angels life. And then these well, enable yeah. even more flyers. Oh, so. I've played oh, Lyra in my deck so many times, I have no idea what it does. I just think it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's other angels get... Um, other angels get some lifelink. lifelink yeah. I literally have never read the text on my own card that I've played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't have two of her at the same time. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I had her in Shalai in my pre-release. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good combo. Um, yeah, this card seems pretty good. Uh, could definitely... I mean, slots into... The green mid range decks or the, mm. the green white mid range decks really really well. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of them are playing like Jade Light Ranger at the moment, which I think people are not really happy with because of the negative synergy with um, Goblin Chain Whirler. Like yeah. if if, yeah. You know, yeah. even if you draw two cards, yeah, and, and yeah, and even even if you even if you don't, even if you make it a four three, it doesn't attack or block the Chain Whirler because it has first strike. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chain Whirler is. Oh, Whereas at least this can attack past the Chain Whirler because it's a flying. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. Um, are we going to have to deal with Chain Whirler in this in the same format who knows who knows, oh. knows? alright we've got a Dark Dweller Oracle this seems like a, a Zendikari oh, yeah. Goblin because it's Dark Dwellers so it's a 1 in red for a 2-2 two, two Goblin Shaman so Goblins mm-hmm. this is a good Goblin 2 drop Just note that away in your mind yeah um, 1 sack a creature exile the top card of your library you may play that card this turn card's very good very good yeah, combo very good with, with Squee very good combo with Squee, really good combo with the, the new, the two mana 1-1 one, one that makes a 1-1 one, one token. Yeah, really oh, yeah. good. Good with, um, no, that's it, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good with uh, Siege Gang Commander. Really good with Siege yeah. Gang Commander, yeah. Yeah. I think so, it makes tokens. Yeah, sweet goblin. Definitely has applications. I, we're, we're, we're nearing a critical mass of good goblins, I think. One, one more, one more good two drop on, <laughs> and we got a deck. Um, Warren Instigator ball. Oh, that would be insane. Uh, well, actually, Warren Instigator dies to, to the Chamberlain, so it's fine. So, so, so all these die as well. 
Well, <laughs> Dark Side of Oracle doesn't. It's a two oh, yeah. oh, the, the, the one that makes two. Yeah, the one that makes two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that does. Oh, Chain uh, needs to go, though, doesn't We got it? Death Baron. One black black for a 2-2 zombie wizard. Wizard. Mm-hmm. Skeletons you control and other zombies you control get plus one, plus one and have death touch. This is... It's a reprint. Lord. It's a reprint. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it gives, gives us now two zombie lords. More than two. Three, 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 three zombie lords. Three There's zombie lords. Lord of the three. Accursed... Well, the pandemic yeah. people's oh okay. include yeah yeah, yeah. for hyperbole yeah. mm-hmm. you can make sixteen zombie lords yeah this, this one's this three mana could they're bring both back three zombies mana, so. yeah they're both three mana but like there's also the what do we say the the one mana two two comes in tapped yeah mm-hmm. yeah true. yeah could and we still have to add wanderer mm. yeah um, zombies could black white could have black white zombies Liliana's like mastery. you could get them you could maybe play mummy Paramount. yeah Liliana's mastery that's so that's yeah, another yeah. lord yeah and yeah, there's also um. The, that the black white zombie lord if chain no, is not, around not lord the one that drains yeah, yeah. if chain whirl is around and yeah because none of them really have one toughness yeah, except for dread yeah. wonder and that comes back from your graveyard anyway and then you can play a lord and it doesn't die to it anymore yeah exactly yeah. that might be a thing yeah it could yeah. be yeah, I think and has know. has life gain from the, the two mana zombie the the white the black white one mm-hmm. when when stuff when zombies enter you you gain a life they lose a life mm-hmm. yeah good while flying with your uh, foil unconventional tactics <laughs> very true <laughs> true yeah uh, we have uh, I can't remember what this is. I think it's called Contrite Cleric it's, so it's, it's it's in Spanish or something here uh, Italian sorry oh, yeah. it's a one and a white for a two one with it's a it's a spirit cleric spirit and it has flying and it, you can sack it to exile all cards from target players bravery it okay. is pretty good I mean, it's like is, is I, it, I, what? No, I, I, that's people, all I got. People, people, I got I, I, just, just reading the fair bit. People say it could, it could be in like spirit tribal and modern. It's like, a pair. It's like yeah, it's, sideboard. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's selfless spirit, but another a, a different uh, sack ability. Do you know yeah. What I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got here? Uh, some I mean, that trades for a card, though. I guess this trades for a card sometimes. Yeah, too. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, flashy response to a load of tribal cards here. Just random tribal cards everywhere. Yeah. Uh, have elvish clan caller, which is green green for an elf druid one one. Other elves you control get plus one plus one, and you can pay four green green tap. Search your library for a card named elvish clan caller. Put it onto the battlefield bench for your library. This is crazy. This card's really good. This is, is this the first two mana elf lord? I think so. I think it might be. Yeah. People are going crazy enough over its be, I think it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty great. Obviously, yeah. green green is pretty tough in elves though to get. Mm. Yeah. You know, you're splashing your devoted druid or your shaman of the pack. No, I'm joking. Yeah. It's pretty easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, this card's really good. Yeah, they didn't. What about the activated ability? It's uh, probably not going to get activated very much, but it's. I mean, again, nice. it's a one-one. Yes, it's so, a one-one. Yeah, dies to chain whirler. But it means your landmore elves doesn't die. To, no, it still dies to chain whirler. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't work so well. Damn it. Alright, next up we got Isareth, the Awakener. One black black for legendary creature, human wizards. 3-3 three, three with death touch. Whenever she attacks, you may pay X. When you do, return target creature card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield with a corpse counter on it. If that creature would leave the battlefield, exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. Seems like it's going to be very obnoxious and limited. Yeah. Yep. It's like a mini... Um, it's like a mini... Scarf God. Yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I mean, you you never get like a good deal on the creature, I guess. You always just have to pay for it again. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, it's pretty good. This is pretty good, though. I could see this game playing standard, right. for sure. Like... Dusky Boy. Yeah, bring back... Or, like, a Siphon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nice mm-hmm. to bring back. Yeah. yeah, I could see this game play. All right. Are you excited for Horse Tribal? No. So we got some Horse Tribal. Well. I was oh, going to do a horse noise, but um, All right. I decided against it. We're going to kick it off with <laughs> Shield Mare. All right. What's this one do? It's one white white for a horse. Creature horse. It's a two three. Uh, it can't be blocked by red creature. So all of them have like they all have they all hate on an enemy colour by saying can't be blocked by. Mm-hmm. Um so it can't be blocked by red creatures. When it enters the battlefield or becomes the target of a spell or ability and opponent controls, you gain three life. This seems very this good. This is crazy, it's a six life this for. Uh like, yeah, I mean at the very least, like against mono red, it comes in, you gain three life. Then they point a burn spell at it, you gain three more life, and then they attack you, or they don't have a burn spell and they just attack you and you trade with one of their one of their dudes mm-hmm. and then you yeah, you like, gain that life basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, seems seems quite good. Um Surge Mare is blue blue for a horsefish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Sign a, me up. It's I'm an, interested. It's an O five and it can't be blocked by green creatures. Yes. How, how <laughs> I got a second. <laughs> Alright. Whenever it deals damage to an opponent, you may draw a card. If you Wait. do, discard It's an 05. <laughs> Alright, I'm not finished reading the card. You gotta get a bump horses. Yeah, so it has an activated ability. One in a blue. Surge Mare gets plus two, minus two until end of turn. Oh, okay. So it becomes a 3-3 three, three if you activate it. Jesus Christ. Wait, so blue, blue twice. for a 3-3. Three, three. Activate it twice. Yeah, you can activate it twice to make it a 5-1 a or whatever. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Is it a 5-1? No, a 4-1, sorry. And you get to loot. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, this is like the... I don't know. Again, Unlimited seems fun. This might be the worst one of the cycle. I'm not sure. Uh, could be, yeah. Yeah, Just I think fine. that I think it feels like the worst one to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, next up is Plague Mare. It's a one black black for a nightmare horse. Uh, can't be blocked by white creatures. It's a 2-2. Two, two. When it enters the battlefield, creatures your opponents control get minus one, minus one until end of turn. So, so it's a uh, it's Goblin Chainwearer. <laughs> yep. It's like we were talking about. Oh, they should ban Goblin Chainwearer. I think they're going to ban Goblin Chainwearer for instead. No, they'll just reprint it. And they yeah, get a horse. <laughs> print it in black. Yeah. Every, but, uh, every now, in fairness, come on. Now, this card is, it is it's, it's a two-two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, and it can't be blocked by white creatures. <laughs> which is, yeah, yeah. Which is an upside. Uh, this card just seems annoying, but not particularly good. Oh, it seems really good to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people play that one black black give all creatures minus two minus two. Yeah, Horse minus three. two minus two is a lot bigger than minus one minus yeah, one. Yeah, I know, but this comes with a two two. Yeah, but uh, it also comes with not killing as many creatures. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a good sideboard card. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right, the red one, Lightning Mare. It's uh, red red for a three one elemental horse, and it can't be countered. It's pretty good, and it can't be blocked by blue creatures. And you can pay one in a red, it gets plus one plus one to the turn. This card's really good. Yeah, yeah it seems like a great sideboard card again. Mm-hmm. Or even main deck card. Probably not because yeah. it's three one, but <laughs> so I'm already inside one of his Oh god, I think we have to just talk as if Chain Whirler doesn't exist. <laughs> what do you mean? Plague Mare exists. Yeah, Plague Mare beats Lightning Mare. Um alright, then we got the last one is uh, Vine Mare. This card's is, busted. Yeah, this card's insane. Yeah. It's a uh, maybe not in standard, but in limited. So these are all uncommon. They're all uncommon. Yeah. yeah, 
It's a two green green for an elemental horse. It's a five three with hexproof, and it can't be blocked by black creatures. This card's very insane. Good. Yeah, it's and very also silly. very standard playable in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely standard playable. Yeah, but in limited, I like what you put an aura on this. It's it's completely oh, unbeatable. Game over. Like, it's huge. How this... about how about putting? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read this card. Pris, pris, prodigious growth is that what it's called? Yeah, something pr- like pr- that. Pr- pr- prodigious. Pr- prodigious. Prodigious. I don't know. Probably anyway, prodigious. I can't make it out here because it's, it's a very bad uh, thing. But anyway, it's four green green for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature gets plus seven, plus seven, and has trample. Sure. So, I, like, I, I think it's kind of, it's kind of presents a question of like, how big does a, like, auras that do this are generally bad, but how big does it have to get for it to stop being bad? Probably like, bigger than that. It's like, what about 10, 10, <laughs> plus 10, plus 10, and trample? Is that better? Wait, sorry, say that again? If it was, if it was <laughs> 10 mana. It was seven, or oh, whatever, eight green green. And then make eight green green. Sorry, I gave it. I gave it. <laughs> That's definitely eight. worse. That's than this way worse. Fifteen plus fifteen plus fifteen. If it was three green green and it gave it plus twelve plus twelve and trample, then I'd play it. Okay, that sounds pretty good. What yeah. if I gave it a night later? Like oh yeah, hundred percent. It's gorgeous. Like, uh, yeah. There is called? a card. Oh, it's bad yeah. for that. Eldrazi conscription. Yes, yes, yes. That um, not that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, you can play horse boggles. <laughs> yeah. Horse boggles. Oh my god. <laughs> But I have another proposition for you. If you don't, if you're not into playing horse boggles, you might be into this. Do you like the card divination? Oh yeah, I like it. Do you like blood? Do, what? Yeah. If so, then you'll love blood divination. What does that it's do? It's three and a black for a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast this spell, sack a creature, draw three cards. Three cards. That's that. The draw three cards is not the additional cost. That's the effect of the spell. <laughs> <laughs> What's in? Ah, oh, damn it. There, there, there's, there's a card that always pops up in these sets. That's like, does this with spawner? Um, Alter's Reap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's draw two. Yeah. This was for one in the black. One in the black. This is three in the black for draw two. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This card's terrible, right? No. <laughs> it's great. It's sorcery. What are you talking about? Kill your filigree veneer and then draw four cards. Yeah, that's not bad. Haven't spent two cards to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that so much. All right. What else we got here? We got Reclamation Sage. It's great. It's a great reprint. Deese. Also Chain Whirler. Yeah. Yep, that's Chain Whirler. We got Catalyst Elemental, 2 and a red, Elemental, 2-2. Two, two. Sacrifice it, add red, red. Pretty okay. sweet. Oh, yeah, sure. He's a, I would think of this happening. All right, here's an interesting one. We got Nightmare's Thirst. Oh, yeah. Black for oh, the yeah. instant. You gain one life. Target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn, where X is the amount of life you gain this turn. So, Black White Horse Tribal, let's go. Shield Mare. We got Dismember, it doesn't cost you four life. Yeah. We got, what else we got here? I don't like that card. Yeah, I think I think like, when I when I first saw it, it's kind of like you. The minus X minus X is very good if you do it before damage and like in combat. Like if you got lifelink creatures doing it before damage, it's, it's before you've gained the life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like if you're gaining a lot of life, that's it's less important at that point to be able to kill the, your enemy, <laughs> the opponent's creatures because yeah. you're gaining mm-hmm. a lot of life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What know. about what about Sovereign's Bite? It's one in a black for a sorcery. Target player loses three life and you gain three life. What? Target player loses three life. For, for, a, black, three life for, for, a, for a black mana? For one and a black. For, oh no, that's well. For Blackburn. Yeah. It's a bump in the night or whatever. Yeah. Except in, way, in many ways it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. Um, no, not, not particularly interesting. Not into it, okay. Arms of the Vein never really saw any blood. That's what I think that is also true, yeah. I like that. Uh, Alright, I'm out of cards. Where's the 
Well, bonus. Which Lord Mao? We have all the dragons. the dragons. Oh, wait, yeah. The dragons are okay, on Earth. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Jesus, we, we have... You gave us Anza of the Vein instead of the Colbolas. <laughs> Alpine Moon or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> well, that's, that's a big... That's a big part. No, okay. okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, right. We got... Um, yeah, we got some dragons here. These we are got, really weird designs. Yeah, yeah they're very strange. So these are the Elder Dragons. So we got Chromium the Mutable. So it's four mana... Uh, sorry, it's seven mana, four white, blue, black... Uh, Elder Dragon Flash This spell can't be countered These are all mythics Oh yeah they're all mythics Yeah yeah. Uh, And then it's a 7-7 So it's a 7-7 for 7 With Flash Can't be countered Flying And discard a card Until end of turn It becomes a human With base power and toughness 1-1 Loses all abilities And gains hexproof Can't be blocked this turn Yeah I like how it loses All its abilities And immediately gains Two abilities Yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, Really weird Like Just being a human That is unblockable is, Is weird I, this whole like design is really strange to me. Yeah, I feel like the tree does like a. I know. I know you don't, you don't get like control mirror. Is it? I think this card's probably quite good in general. It's completely yeah. absurd and unbeatable and limited. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can literally never beat this card. Mm. Seems just very annoying to play against. Um, and yeah, it has flash, so it's probably. I don't know if it's good enough for standard. Is it maybe? I think I suppose it's like you're, you're so you're flashing in any of your and then like when you're untapping you just keep that mana up for the activation no matter what happens they're going to spend a card anyway how much mana does it cost for the activation uh, which activation to make it a 1-1 one, one. it's free nothing it's free yeah, it's yeah. Card. oh jeez it's card. 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 Yeah. Card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so it's yeah jeez I mean I guess um, if, you, if you compare it to uh, Netzahal which is yeah. discarding three cards isn't it for yes discard three but that also lets you draw extra cards yeah so like instead of the X cards, it's only, it's only one card. Uh, maybe that point of the game in this kind of maybe a finish for Esper control after Scarab God and Gearful Grotate. Uh, you would have yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I think this card's pretty good. Yeah. Seven mana is obviously a lot of mana and the, and the colors are very restrictive. Mm-hmm. But I think this is... Well, I mean, Esper already sees play. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. Esper combination, yeah, yeah. So. I like it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it seems more like a sideboard card to me. You put it into play off Omniscience, it's pretty good. Yeah, that is quite good. Yeah. Um, when it's a creature, it dies to chain water. <laughs> when, it's a, when it's a human. <laughs> you could bait someone oh my God. into making the guy <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah. That is brilliant. Yeah, we could technically say it dies to chain yeah. water. That's <laughs> oh my God. Unplayable. All right. Uh, Palladium Moor is the ruiner. It's a three and... Naya, so three red, green, white, uh, six, six, flying vigilance trample, and it has hexproof if it hasn't dealt damage yet. This is crazy. You this can't is kill it like if you don't attack with it. This is just block such a bizarre card. Yeah, I don't, I don't oh no, you can't block forever. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. What is with this templating? Why doesn't it get a counter once it deals damage and lose hexproof if it has the counter? That's yeah, such a that's how they always design those cards. Yeah, like why does um, like the card that we read earlier, the the black thing that t- brings p- brings cards back from the graveyard. Yeah, that, that, that's X, a corpse counter. They get a corpse yeah. counter, and the corpse counter does nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does yeah. nothing. It's just a reminder. So yeah. this should have a reminder counter as well. I don't understand if like this has to be intentional, right? They couldn't have just forgotten this during war. Yeah, this this is a big memory. I suppose it's a mythic, so. Memory issues aren't as much of a problem, but I don't know. It's Seems really weird. bizarre. Yeah. It's like either they forgot to write until end of turn on the card, mm-hmm. which seems unlikely. Yeah. Or, yeah, they're just fine with it being a memory issue. 
Yeah. Which is also weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's especially weird if this is like constructed playable, you know, like I wouldn't say four of because it's not going to be a four of really, but like if you have multiple copies of this in your deck and like you played one and you hit them with it and they kill it and then you play another one later and it's like, oh, did you attack me with that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's really weird. Weird. I mean, it's it's I a six six, so like, but also it has vigilance. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. You can't, yeah, oh, yeah, you visually yeah, yeah. see this has attacked or whatever. Yeah. So it's weird. Crazy. It's so weird. Also outrageously unbeatable and limited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's guaranteed to get it in if you want. Alright, we got uh Vevictus Asmadi, the dire. These names. Um Well these are all old old. I know, yeah, they're yeah. they're all the old names, but like you can still, they really like funny. when they decided to bring one back as the big bad guy of magic, like yeah. Nicol Bolas was they definitely picked the best one. The right name. Yeah, they picked the right name. I, 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 Chromium is pretty good. Chromium mm. is a good name. But like straight in. Yeah, Nichols. Well, I think it's better if you pronounce it as Nickel instead of Nicole. Okay. Or whatever. But anyway. That's very um, <laughs> it's It's three black, red, green for a 6-6 six, six flying. When it attacks, for each player, choose target permanent that player controls. Those players sacrifice those permanents. Each player who sacrificed a permanent this way reveals the top card of their library, then puts it onto the battlefield if it's a permanent card. So it's Chaos Warp, but for everybody. Um, yeah, this card seems terrible to me. I mean, you can just choose a land for yourself. Yeah, I mean... And everybody else's best creature. Yeah, I mean, that's the key thing. Everybody yeah. else's commander card, really, isn't it? Or Brawl. Yeah. I mean, that's a reason, big reason why they're sure. printing these yeah, cards. Yeah, is because yeah. of Brawl, right? Yeah. They, they want to have, like, good... Uh, I mean, it's also good in one-on-one, I think. Because, like, you choose a land of yours, and mm-hmm. then you choose their best thing that they have. I know, it's very powerful, but, like, it's just going to... Die to murder or whatever sure, standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's playable. Yeah, um, yeah. it does like be topic, and everything else had a big effect when it came in. This one, yeah, does not. Yeah, obviously, yeah, right, just limited again. Yeah, all yeah. of these cards are unbeatable. Yeah, limited. yeah. big fires. We we have uh, Nicol Bolas the Ravager as well, and then oh. there there should be two more of these. I'm oh, sorry, at least one more of these dragons from the original cycle, and then plus people think that Ugin is going to be one as well. Yeah, so we have Nicol Bolas the Ravager, which is probably the best one. It's, it's a what's so good. Yeah, yeah really it's really, really good. So it's a one blue, black, red for Elder Dragon. It's a four four flying. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent discards a card. So four four flying for four with your opponent discards a card. That's pretty good yeah, already. That's really good. Oh, yeah. Value. Yeah, yeah. Like now it's three colours, but whatever. You can build your deck around it. And then it also has the additional text. Four blue, black, red. Exile him. And return to the battlefield transformed under his owner's control. Activate this ability only any time you could cast a sorcery. So his other side is Nicol Bolas the Arisen, which is a legendary planeswalker Bolas. Squee. Squee the Arisen. Yeah, it does look like Squee. (laughs) Uh, With seven loyalty. Uh, Plus two, draw two cards. Minus three, deals ten damage to target creature or planeswalker. Minus four, put target creature or planeswalker card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Mm. And minus twelve, exile all but the bottom card of target player's library. So they, they drew what they scry to the bottom. So it's like you have one more turn. Yeah, so this card's I think just very good, right? Yeah. Like uh, the Seems front great. the front side wouldn't be playable by itself in standard, right? I think it would. I think it's just restricted. Four mana, four four flower, yeah. you discard a card? That's really good, right? Over three colours, though? Like, the deck... Mm, maybe not, to be, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, yeah, if it was, it was like, like, just a black card, then yeah, you yeah. play it well, I'd say. Yeah, so it's like in the previous standard where Grixis Energy was like the go-to mid-range deck. 
It's like mm. this, this, this is a, you know, a four four flyer for a grindy mid range deck. If the best grindy mid range deck happens to be Grixis, it were, were, you know, the mana cost isn't an issue. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this would have been really good there because it's just like, you know, it's just card advantage. It doesn't die to Glorimir. Yes, because it's a dragon. I feel like it's. Am I right in saying that? Hang on. I feel like that that part. Of, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Glorybringer, but that text in Glorybringer has never been relevant for any other feature apart from Glorybringer. Because oh, we, we had very few playable dragons in standard. Um, since Glorybringer is printed, it's relevant. No, yeah, it's pretty yeah. much just Glorybringer. Yeah, it's Glorybringer. <laughs> so basically, yeah. until now, that text said uh, cannot do damage to another Glorybringer, but now it's a um, dragon. <laughs> um, I feel like there. I feel like there is something else. There's the the ones that we have in standard now. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't yeah. really see play. I guess. Wasn't there like a cycling dragon or something? No. Mm, no, okay. I don't no. think so. Okay. I don't think I'm a cat. Any dragons? Mm. Oh, Glorybringer did. Yeah, sorry, but uh, sorry, this card. It's like I think. Um, yeah, I, I think the rate is very good. It's as good as value creature by itself. Yeah, uh, and I think it is. Just, it even like, he has you know, the, the threat of activation that has to be killed at some point. But then mm-hmm. again, being four four flyer, it does also have to be killed killed at some point because it's a five turn. Yeah, player. like some people may have said, like, oh, when you go to activate this for seven mana, you can get blown out by removal and response mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's only sorcery speed. But like, if this card has sat in play for that long. Probably You've won the game. Probably won the game yeah. already, or you're very far ahead, or at least you're not in too bad of a situation. So yeah, so maybe you just never. Just <laughs> I never can see myself never, never want to activate this, and unless your opponent's tapped out or something. Yeah, if they're tapped out, then then they're not, they're not going to want to tap out if you have this in play. Yeah, yeah, like the card is much better, obviously, if uh, if it exiled itself as part of the cost when you went to flip it. Yeah, because then they couldn't kill it in, in response to mm. removal. Obviously, they must have thought about that. And yeah, said it was yeah, they obviously. Off. Intentionally made it the way it is. Yeah. Um, although with these other dragons, who knows? But <laughs> I, th- I think it's very strong, and I think like there will be times when you get to flip it because like you might just have this in like a kind of mid range deck with counters in it as well. Where yeah, it's like, exactly. You wait till you have nine mana, and then oh. you you know, have negate up or whatever when they it'll, when you go to flip it. Admiral's orders up. Oh yeah, you do after combat. They don't want to. They don't want to kill it yet because they want you to waste your mana, and then you fucking get them. I yeah, like that's actually yeah. So I don't know. Obviously, if you flip it, you probably win the game. Yeah, well, right. probably. probably. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But they did think about that as well because the minus three. Oh yeah, yeah the minus three players, doesn't yeah. hit players. So you don't like every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's been sitting in play for that long, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you flip it, it's like okay, obviously you're on sub ten life. But uh, yeah, so it doesn't actually directly kill the the player because it only targets creatures or planeswalkers. You can uh, you don't have to tap it to do this as well, right? So you could theoretically have eleven mana with double Grixis and yeah, and make them discard and then flip it straight away. That would be pretty insane if you could do it in one turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could play one on turn four, turn seven, or turn eleven. <laughs> flip it and play another. Oh. oh yeah, you can flip oh. one and play one in the same oh, like, turn. Or yeah, just like the, your second one, you just like resurrect your first one from the graveyard and then yeah. you both sides of it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think this card's great. Uh, I think yeah, I'll yeah. probably pre-order this, even though it's probably going to be so. a million euro yeah, for pre-order. Maybe, maybe I won't pre-order it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you usually pre-order to save money. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's all the pre the pre-orders the previews we're looking at today. <laughs> the uh, there's yeah. a few more things in there, but uh, we don't need to go over all of them. We'll again as as the 
as spoilers continue, we shall continue to evaluate them. Um, so let's talk a little bit about you guys, your preparation for the RPTQ. Yes. Team RPTQ. So we, we've settled on decks now, have we? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're different than the last deck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we left off. I think we were talking about green white, were we? Yeah, yeah. So, I, so last time we were we were considering mono mono red, green white, and blue black. I think I was. I think at this point I was. Um, I was very high on red black. I've been trying mono red and losing with it. Okay. Yeah, so since then I've been winning with it. Okay. So now I'm locked into red. I'm, I'm, I'm mono red. Uh, you've, then, gone, you've gone back to red. Now black I have seen because I, I I've seen it. it was, this is um. Oh, what's his name? John Rolf. John Rolf. Uh, he 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 posted a list that a whole other other people have posted where it is mono mono black. Sorry, mono red. Splashing black just for Scrappy Stranger and has no other cards in his sideboard that are mm. black. Mm. So I think, I think even when I just heard of this list, I was like, oh no, don't want to take black away from uh, the other players in, in the sideboard. But this is really just a straight up swap of Urshaker Kenra for Scrappy Stranger and then just some dual lands in the in, or, or black lands uh, in the mana base. Mm -hmm. So I will try this. It's it's gonna move on to this. Uh, we'll you know, won't affect the other two players and their and their, and their lists. Um, and it, it's very. It seems like it just plays every similar amount of red, so I'll give it a go. But you get the addition of Scrappy Scrounger, basically. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I always found Nurse Chicken to be very underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, taking it out in most most games, and um, I guess I'll probably have this. Sweet. Yep. Yeah. All right, and other decks. Uh, we're gonna have blue white control and blue black mid range. That's the other two decks. Okay. So it sounds a bit counterintuitive. Maybe you think you're yes. going to have some crossover between blue, white, and blue, black. Uh, but you actually don't very much, mm. really, with the two decks, to be honest. Like, we have to decide, like, okay, like, uh, who's getting the negates? And yes. I'm probably getting the negates. There's my cat, Twigs. What's up, Twigs? She's a big <laughs> blue, white fan. Twigs is not getting negates. Friend of the show. She's a friend of the show. So wait, sorry, who's getting the negates? Twigs. Uh, yeah, Twigs is getting them. Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm getting them on blue-white control. Okay, makes, yeah. that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. yeah. And then, so for blue-black, we're like, well, what are our other options? We can uh, we can go with some spell pierces. We can have some unwinds. We can have some admiral's orders. Mm -hmm. So we're uh, some Jace's defeats. Basically, mm -hmm. uh, so Liam, our third player, he was talking about uh, choosing between Spell Pierce and un Unwind. I said, well, what about Jace's defeat? That seems like a pretty good stand-in for Negate. Mm -hmm. And he pointed out, very rightly, that he needs an answer to Settle the Wreckage in his deck. Yeah. Like a counter spell that deals with Settle the Wreckage. Yeah. Uh, he will have Duress, I think, in the sideboard mm. as well. So that's, yeah. a deep, that's a quite a good answer is, for yeah. Settle. Yeah. That is true. Uh, so you don't have to worry about it as much. But uh, It so is nice to have another option as well. It's nice to have another counter. option as well. So he was thinking one of those cards did it. And then I said, well, what about Admiral's Orders? Because it's like a hard counter spell when you want to sideboard that in. Three mana obviously is a bit tough. Double blue is a little rough. But you can cast it for just a single blue mana whenever you want to cancel Settle the Wreckage. Yeah. So, I don't know. That seems pretty good. I think we're still yeah. thinking about that. I'm not sure if Liam's too high on the card or if he's tried it. But well, Liam, let us convince you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah, one of the first draws towards Asia TV is that it also counters Gearhook. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then like most of the time, Admiral's Orders is also going to counter Gearhook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. one mana. Yeah. Because then. usually they'll wait till you attack to flash it in and then yeah. Yeah. they're going to eat a big Admiral's Order. Oh, you take that five things. Because I think, I think no one is going to... Um, be like, oh, I'll flash in my gear before they attack in case yeah, they have Oh like, my god, like, and it's such a blowout as well. Because yeah, like, you base huge. your whole game plan around that. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. well, you know, I'm not doing great, but now I get to gear hook and then I'll get to glimmer and then I'm back in the game. Oh, or contempt you, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. If, you have, if you have only one, if, if the opponent attacking only has one blue man up, yeah. like, well, they're not going to only have one blue man up before. 
combat well, when they that's true. but yeah. still it's yeah, like yeah. you're just not going to think about something yeah. that can counter a gear hulk because it's a team event as well they're going to look at me and be like well he has the essence yeah. counters yeah. in his deck yeah. so there's yeah my gear no, hulk can't get yeah. counter yeah. 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 apart from Jace's defeat could do it as well but yeah. 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 Um, I kind of think yeah I don't know like you're probably not going to win by getting in a big kind of negate war as blue black against like a more controlling deck probably anyway mm. so yeah. more like the well-timed yeah single, yeah, single yeah. Counter is what does it so yeah so yeah. i think admiral's order is actually a really good choice that yeah. like, obviously you wouldn't make it like if it was just a, a singles tournament but when you just don't have access to negate i think it does a very good impression mm-hmm. in this context mm-hmm. so yeah. i like it seems sweet yeah, yeah. what about what about Baral? So Boral, I've thought about a lot in the sideboard. Uh, okay. do, do you mean for blue-white or blue-black? Either one. So I think it's better in blue-white. Obviously, okay. you have a lot more non-creature spells and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, and you have more counter spells in your deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually lost to it at the Grand Prix in the blue-white control mirror. And uh, they played it on turn two. And basically just like, I had no chance for the rest of the match. Like mm-hmm. I, got, I got absolutely crushed. It was like three mana, Glimmer Genius into like double counter spell you know the next turn like getting to loot yeah. twice and stuff like that it, it was absolutely devastating um i'm pretty set against playing it though just because it's like a, an awful top deck it's mm-hmm. uh, and like i just don't think you can put cards like that yeah in your control deck you yeah. know what i mean yeah i know what you mean where yeah if you land it on turn two it's going to be insane but like how many copies am i dedicating in my sideboard mm-hmm. am i going to play three or four of them in my sideboard like I don't yeah think yeah, so. yeah it takes like, a lot of space yeah, yeah i think if it's bad top deck you have to play more than two like uh, mm-hmm. yeah and as well because this is an rp tq it's like basically the only matchup i want it for is is control decks mm-hmm. so how many control decks are there going to be per team There's gonna yeah be, you only have mm-hmm. a third chance of yeah it's a third chance and then like i probably primarily want it against blue white it's not quite as good against esper yeah and then if someone's playing like red black control i don't really care that much i probably yeah. don't even want yeah. the morale yeah so i think statistically i'm not really priced in to putting it in my deck sure yeah uh, and then yeah just the idea of drawing it on turn 10 or something like that yeah, like, i really don't know totally. yeah so if i was going to play it to be honest i'd probably put it in the main deck just because mm. it's like kind of a blocker and stuff against yeah, two ones trade over yeah but that's that's not so good either obviously turns on your opponent's removal and stuff mm-hmm. i think my sideboard is going to largely consist of just a bunch of creatures mm-hmm. uh, i'm not playing trental gear hulks because liam's gonna have them in the blue black deck I oh think, yeah i think they're much better there and just like it makes it much uh better for, for him to have like glimmer genius and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think it's, okay. it's like just opening that up for him just kind of uh, gives him gives him a bit more lenience in his deck. So wait, he's playing Glimmer Genius. Yeah, I'm gonna play Pulfin playing... tomorrow. Pulfin tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and hieroglyphic? No. No, don't think I'm gonna play hieroglyphic. Okay. Uh, like basically, okay. I, th- I think these draw twos are basically good if you have Gear Hulk in your deck, and they're, okay. not, and they're not great otherwise. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and you don't feel like you need Gear Hulk in any way. No, I don't no. think so. Okay, so the fairies are. Yeah. So just for you. four fairies in the main. Uh, and then possibly playing an approach or two in the main. Okay. Is I think is the plan as well. And I think basically the plan if I do that is just to sideboard out the approaches in like every matchup. Basically yeah. every time. Uh, yeah. And just bring in a just bunch hope of somebody in. lost legacies yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my god. god. Like and I think that'll probably that'll, Well, I don't know how many you go. Search my deck. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many how many copies of that are gonna be in people's no, sideboards, no. to be honest. But well, uh, yeah. it still means that people like are gonna rely even more than they would already on Jurass against me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm boarding the approaches out anyway and I'm bringing so like if I'm bringing in like History of Analia's Lyra's and Nidagraces well History of Analia does get hit by dress 
It does, well, but I don't really care that yeah, much. You yeah, know, it's true. not it's not essential for me to resolve yeah, that spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm I'm playing that, that's like a big amount of creatures. Like if I have two to three Lyras, three to four History of Analias, yeah. like two Knight of Graces, it's mm-hmm. like it's a pretty transform transformational sideboard that like makes negate much weaker against you and dress mm-hmm. much weaker against you. Um, and I think I'm pretty happy with. And I think like the surprise factor of approach game one is going to be enough. And then like also. It means you have two spells in your deck that people kind of like warp their like how they play the game around. They're going to be yeah. playing around settler wreckage and they're going to be trying to play against approach and thinking about, thinking about these two cards the whole time. Because mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of the time in a lot of matchups against mid range, I've like boarded out like three of my four settler wreckages. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've done it against red black and stuff before mm-hmm. as well because they board into less creatures and stuff and I don't yeah. want it anyway. Yeah. And then they just play around it the whole game anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then have to, yeah. yeah. So I think my plan basically is in pretty much every matchup just to board into like uh, a whole bunch of creatures mm-hmm. so seems solid you could uh, yeah. shuffle your sideboard in and then take 15 out so did I see you have your sideboarding yes uh, yeah that's what you do yeah that's the plan <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay uh, and then yeah so obviously Liam is not on the podcast but uh to speak for surprise him. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah so he, he's on blue black we're just on the kind of pretty normal Siphoners, Gift of Aetherborns. You've played this deck a lot. Yeah, yeah you can talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, I haven't played it at all since, uh, since the start of this season. Actually, I, I did try to start the start of this season, but I think it's, um, yeah, so as you know, to change, I think that I heard this point somewhere else. I think, I think Jerry Thompson made this point on, on his podcast that it's like your, your Siphoners are bad against the red decks anyway. So even though they get blown out with Chambers, it's like, you know, yeah, whatever. Uh, and so as you know, in, in, in the team event, you're going to be coming across uh, fewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fewer, fewer uh, red decks, um, and so it's kind of holistically. I think one thing that our, I think one thing our choices say the most is that you know the monogreen zombie deck is not good enough. It's like is it not is is so far below uh, blue black and blue white in terms of how strong it is mm-hmm. that we're willing to slightly compromise both of those two decks instead of having to play uh, monogreen zombie. Yeah, uh, and I think that's and um, I mean maybe that's a kind of. I, th- I think this is a conclusion that a lot of, a lot of other teams won't come to. I think, I think like, me starting off, when we started off, uh, you know, putting this together, I was really reluctant, reluctant to kind of uh, compromise any list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I think it's, it's yeah, if, if, if you take, say, 20% away from uh, blue-white and blue-black, it's still better than mono-green. Mm. Or green-blue or green-black. Stompy. I kind of disagree after playing with green-black the other night, but... Yeah. Mm. I, I think green-black is actually really well-positioned as a deck to play around Settle the Wreckage. You're talking about like, either Stricter or the Stompy deck? No, no, the Stompy deck. Yeah. Because, like, every... You're, you can just attack with one creature all the time, basically. Mm-hmm. And you also have the Heart of Curance. Yeah. So, like, that, that is a big thing that you're missing from your your composition is Heart of Curance. Yeah, we're not yeah. playing Heart of Curance and we're not playing Karn. Mm-hmm. I believe the two biggest yeah. cards we're not playing. Obviously. I mean, I can I can live without Karn. Yeah, yeah I think Heart of Curance is bigger. Mm-hmm. lose. But yeah, I don't know. Seems good anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think it is we're pretty good to be it. honest. Yeah, like, and I think we're all comfortable on the decks and stuff like that, which is the main thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Two, two blue decks is concerning, but I mean, you you went through your reasoning of of, uh, of what counter spell can replace the gate. Yeah, and it seems fine. So yeah. I think. Yeah, and that that's is okay. That and Gearhook were basically the only overlapping cards. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. I just like. A lot of people just don't play Gear Hulk in blue white anyway on Moto or whatever, yeah, you know, and on GPs yeah. and stuff. And I've never really felt that reliant on it either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Class. 
Yeah, and the more aggressive decks you play against, the the less Gearhulk is is useful anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, approach isn't very good there either. But, yeah. You know, it gains you a bit of life. What are you gonna do? Um, all right. So hopefully, we get some good news back from the mm-hmm. RBTQ next week. I don't know if we're gonna be. We might be a little bit late on the podcast next week as well because these are coming back. Oh, yeah, it's Sunday night, so maybe you might be a bit tired on Monday. Indeed. I don't know. Well, we're, our flight is at like six a.m. Monday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, the airport, yeah, so yeah. maybe Pain's not. Up. Yeah, packs magic. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's move on to some of our emails that we got. Oh, yeah. So we got some emails in from uh, from Eamon giving us some mana fixing for Tower Time Warp. Oh, and, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we got a few little things. Is, so I'm very excited. So we got some Tower Time Warp cards. So um, he he uh, wrote in with these mana fixing cards with a little bit of explanation about um, the tribe. So it's a tribal set apparently. Uh, <laughs> so red white are the Fomori giants. Uh, they've appeared in Magic already apparently. Uh, white black warriors, Nafina and the other soldiers that appear in Irish myths. Green blue are Selkies, which is Merfolk. Uh, green black are spirits like the Banshee and other magical creatures. Not sure about that, unless they have flying and vigilance. Uh, red blue fairies unlike fairies in magic past these are more violent and generally not flying yeah I like that um, and there's a common artifact uh, for fixing so we got Cliffs of Moher land as it enters the battlefield you may reveal a fairy card from your hand if you don't it enters the battlefield tapped and tap for blue or red nice um, and then I think all the rest of them are the same Yeah, they're all the same so the giant one is red white and it's uh, giant's causeway makes sense yeah Giant's uh, oh, Causeway is on the coast as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a bit of a problem. That but blue white. It could be like the a... picture that he's used does not include uh, any water, yes, as far as okay. I can see. Yeah. Lots of sand. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got the River Shannon. That is green. Uh, for this is for the Merfolk, and it's a uh, blue or green. That's for blue or green. Uh, has a bit of flavor text in here. The Selkies could almost move through the whole country without being seen. Ooh. I think we need to workshop that flavour text a bit. Yeah. Um, the spirits <laughs> one we have, uh, the Dark Hedges, which is famous from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Warriors one, we have Glasnevin Cemetery. Oh, that's a that's nice. a cool one. Uh, Heroes of All Kinds lie buried here. Oh. And uh, then for the mana fixing, we have Ohm Signpost, which is two mana for an artifact. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, pull it into your hand, then shuffle your library. And you can pay one tap, add one mana of any colour. This seems very good. It's very, very good. <laughs> That's very strong. Yeah. I like that, actually. Yeah. I like that design. Yeah. It is very powerful. Yeah. Um, all right. And then he sent us a few more cards. Uh, ooh. Oh, what do we got here? Uh, so we have uh, a Selkie. So it's Selkie Spy. It's a transform card. Yes. It's um, two green-blue for a creature Merfolk Scout. It's a 3-3. Three, three. And you can pay four and a green to transform it. And on the other side, it's a Merfolk. Uh, I don't know why it transforms, transforms from a merfolk scout to a merfolk. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the other side is called Seal That Got Away, and it can't be blocked, and you can pay three and a green, three and a green to transform it, and it's a 1-1. One, one. So you transform it back and forth? Yeah, so basically transform it into the not blockable side. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then transform, transform it back oh, it's, before it's it cool. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a lot of mana to invest in that. I think it should be the 1-1 one, one on the front side. And then maybe the, the unblockable. three three unblockable on the other side or something like that. Well, the one no, no, sorry, one one unblockable and then three three on the other side. Three yeah. three yeah, saboteur maybe on the other side. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. yeah, that's cool. That's... The, wait, there. I think there might be a card like that already. Anyway, 
Um, right, we have a Fomori Berserker. It's four and a red for a giant warrior. It's a 7-3 with a haste, <gasps> haste and trample and a provoke. So that's the, the giant mechanic, provoke. When it attacks, you may have target creature. Defending player controls, untap and block it if able. Oh, provoke is so annoying. Yeah, provoke yeah. is a horrible mechanic. <laughs> All right. It's in the set. Yes. <laughs> Print it. All right, we got a Valley Giant. Three and a white for a 3-3 three, three Giant. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And the oh. flavor text is completely different from their Hill Cousins. <laughs> that's great. It's a good one. Yeah, uh, all right, and we've got a speed route, which is seems to be a map of the Lewis, um, Lewis oh, yeah. lines, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, two red green for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, choose red or green. Red. Whenever a creature attacks you, deal one damage to that creature. Green. Whenever you attack with a creature, it gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Cool. Yeah. All right. I almost forgot that Talatine Morp is a combination of Celtic mythology and contemporary Ireland. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. that, that uh, the Lewis goes to Talatine. Oh, yeah. That's very good, actually, yeah. And on the red line. Uh, I feel we, like the red red ability should be stronger because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, I do have another card from Paul that was sent to me and only me. Oh, ooh, um, I don't know if he wanted me to read these out as a set because he's not finished them. Okay. I'm just going to read this one out. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to spoil it. So, it's called uh, Kiron, World Warrior. Whoa. It's a two and a green for a legendary creature, human warrior, and it's a two four. Okay. And it's a one and a green tap. Kiron, World Warrior, fights target creature and opponent controls. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Kiron, World Warrior. Whoa. If a creature blocks or fights Kiron, World Warrior, put a block stone counter on it. Creatures with block stone counters can't attack. That's pretty cool. Street, street Fighter reference. Yeah, yeah, games. yeah. yeah, yeah. Stone Ryu is, uh, is the is the is the art. Oh, nice. Oh, that's pretty that's cool. Really My Ryu is legendary. For yeah. The record. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's 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 where that comes from then. Yeah. So yeah. So Blockstone fighting games is when you when you block a move, mm-hmm. it means you're unable to do anything for like a, a period. Until, okay. Until you come out of Blockstone. All right. Okay. Is that for like like literally frames? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can tell you how many frames if you give me. A Wonderful. Move. No, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather not. Uh, <laughs> Street Fighter. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think there's more cards in that vein coming to the spot right. to, oh. to capture me and you. All. Hopefully. Cool. Um, so that Fantastic. was that's pretty cool. Thanks, um, guys. All right. Our deck of the week is. There's a lot of weird decks. This yeah, 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 weird decks. I, I I know, just watch Magic coverage for five minutes to see a weird deck. Yeah, this is all a, right. But our deck of the week is uh, the winner of the online, uh, the Magic Online PTQ. PTQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it's a riser. Yeah, riser. Japanese uh, player. He's always popping up in the list. Yeah, weird decks. Oh, yeah. So it's mono red. Yeah. In modern, this is a modern deck. All right. Um, it's not burn. That's okay. gone guide. It does have Goblin Guide, but it's not burned. It's got four yeah. lightning bolts. It what? does have four lightning bolts, you're what right. What are you talking about? How is this? It Tell is. Us more. Actually, it's not mono red because there's a card that costs green in it. But anyway. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's still mono red. Okay. But it's. Uh, <laughs> it's goblins. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about uh, it for modern starters. Goblins. Yeah, Jesus. Alright. We didn't foreshadow that uh, it was now going to be. It has some standard modern. cards in it. It has four Fanatical Firebrand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four Foundry Street Denizen. Mm-hmm. Four Goblin Bushwhacker. Yeah. Four Goblin Guide. Four Grim Lavamancer. That's so many Grim Lavamancers. That car's not even a Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great point. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> great point. 
Has four Legion Loyalists, that is a goblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, four Burning Tree Emissary, also not a goblin. Not a goblin. Uh, and four Reckless Bushwhacker, was pretty good together. Oh, yeah. So people um, people call this uh, eight whack as well. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, this, this is a slightly, is this a different? Slightly yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But And then also, yeah. so in the... It's got it, goblin grenades, like so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the in the spells uh, slot, we have four lightning bolts. Obviously, we have four, or sorry, three goblin grenades and three devastating summons. So, Devastating Summons is a hilarious card. Yeah, yeah. Devastating Summons is a very weird card. It's like red, and then as additional costs, you sack any, any number, number of lands. Any number of lands, yeah. Any number yeah. of lands, and then you make two elementals, XX elementals, where X is the number of lands you sacrificed. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it costs one mana, like. Yeah. So Jesus. it's pretty mad. Yeah. So, so then, like if so you then play you... it on, like, for example, if you play it on turn two, like. Let's say you play Flood of mana or like. Well, let, let's say you. You want to f- do a turn three because you want to do a reckless push. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh. turn three, you float three mana from your yeah. lands. Sack all your lands. Sack all your lands to make three, three two three three elementals. Two three three elementals, mm. and then, you then play bushwhacker. Play bush. Play bushwhacker. You and they become five threes or yeah, whatever. Or four threes. Surge. Five threes. Yeah. Five oh no! Sorry. Do they get plus one? I think it's a plus one. Plus one. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. St- you still attack for ten. Like yeah. Yeah. Then we got three dampings here in sideboard. Yeah, it's a good, good card for mono red and mono. Yeah. Your options weren't uh, great. So. We got four smash to smithereens. Also a good card. Oh, yeah. All right, that get ready for this. We got, um, well, here, this one's not too crazy. Two dismember. That's mm-hmm. fine. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, get ready for this one. Two flame of Keld. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You're joking. Yeah. No, I'm not you're, joking. You're making that up. That's no, no, there, no, it's right? in there. There's Jesus. one in the PTQ. Yeah. What? Right. Flame of Keld. No, the next one. The next this card. This is even more insane. next card is going to blow your mind. I don't Can't wait. Can't wait. Four. Goblin. <laughs> Chain Whirler. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yep. They will be. Won, won the modern P- PTQ. Yeah. Did you, did you just stay at home and win the PTQ without telling anybody to start getting this list? Yeah, I borrowed it. Uh, no, oh you're not going to do that. That's against terms of service. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I, I said, oh, well, read out that Goblin list for, for, for the deck of the week. I didn't even read it. I didn't even notice. Six cards were from the Mikel deck. This so is like that. Amazing. This is when we like when we went to Madrid. Ten, like, right? We... Isn't that a firebrand as well? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cards from the Flame Kelt standard deck. Yeah. It's like when we went to, went to Madrid and we were reading those uh, those legacy lists from the top four. Oh yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what was it? Somebody had uh, to the slaughter. Someone had preordain instead of ponder. Oh yeah. No yeah. ponder in their list. Oh yeah. yeah. We were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Did somebody have like Seed Rhino or something in their deck? I don't know. Seed Rhino? I don't remember what it was. Ah, someone, anyway. had, someone had two of the slaughter, I think. This deck is very yes. cool. It's a great deck for like newer players to pick up because it's quite cheap. <laughs> it's cards. really cheap. Like it's got most like... Of the de- most of the cards are commons and uncommons. Like especially online, hmm. it's really cheap. And then like in paper, like 90% of the cost of the deck is the mana base, the fetches. It's the, yeah. same, it's literally, the same online. Like, yeah, know. literally you can just play... You know, eighteen mountains if you want. Yeah, yeah. take a good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's literally just for thinning. That's the only reason that has fetches in it mm-hmm. for a lab monster as well. Oh yeah, has yeah, four, yeah, 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 that's a great point. I, mean, I think you probably take a lab monster for something else. Yeah, you probably would say yeah, or maybe go down on the lab monster anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, some goblins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's the, what's the next best goblin <laughs> to throw in there. Loads, loads of good ones. Yeah, uh, dragon fodder. No, yeah. you play the like a lord or a, something. Like, well, I guess a bit moniker's a bit high then. I don't mm. know. This is a very all in. Yeah. Uh, deck oh, it certainly so is sweet though. We got like so sweet. How many do we have? Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-eight, thirty-one, thirty-four. One drops. 
Oh yeah, uh, that's that's what I like. Yeah. Your hand. yeah, it's like I'm, your brain and chemistry just help you. Just yeah, just like bam, bam, bam. on the on the on the battlefield. It's yeah, that deck looks pretty unreal. Yeah, Goblin Grenade is an insane card. I always yeah, Grenade is very insane. insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Like. Yeah. The only time I've ever played against it was I was playing against Eamon Sharpson, who had those cards for Tala Time Warp, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I just put together Burn, I think, my first modern deck, and I was playing against him, and he was like, "No, oh, sure, I have this Goblin's deck. I'll play against that." And uh, absolutely destroyed me. I was like, he was like, there you go, Goblin Grenade, you take five. I was like, what? I cannot be right now. You're lying to me. Five damage for one mana. It's insane. Jesus. All right. Um, what do you bring in Chain Whirler against, though? Sorry. I, I think maybe it's bringing in. You're bringing in against the Noble Hierarch. The Mirror. The Mirror, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, you bring it, you bring it, it in against. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe you're bringing, it's three mana, though. Bogles. What are you, Bogles? Bogles ever is bigger already. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Bogles. It kills like Hierarch and Birds of Paradise and Elves. Bulls, yeah, and, yeah. But like there aren't that many oh, yeah. one toughness type decks. And or like, um, kill Snapcaster. What you call it? The the stupid like collective company decks like Vizier. Yeah, Rem- yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, kills all that stuff. But yeah. still, I'm just like four of them in your sideboard. Like, like is, yeah. is it? And I was going to say, oh, like maybe the tree. I think, oh, well, maybe something like the tree tree body is very very good in modern or something, but. Lightning Bolt's in the format, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like it comes in against yeah. Jund or something like that. It's, I mean, Lightning Bolt isn't very good against you either, though. So. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Hmm. It's a cool card. Goblin Chamber is a cool card. Oh, Goblin's turn. Goblin's extra turn wrecks this deck. Goblin Chamber is a cool card, yeah. Well, you're probably dead before turn three. I meant to say it's a cool deck. Yeah. They both lose Goblin Chamber. I do, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I'll defend Goblin Chamber. Okay. I don't have a very strong defense, but, you know. Right. It's mainly subjective. I like it. Best defense uh, is a good offense. Yeah, that's the that's favorite decks of Chain Order. No, it's not. No, it's not. What is it? <laughs> Coming through. No, yeah. it's not. Eat no. Chain. <laughs> that's what Ghost Rider says in Marvel <laughs> Stop on 3. <laughs> All right, that's the new official text of uh, Flavor Text. Eat no, just chain. the text. It's Eat the text. Chain. It's the rules text of Goblin Chain Order. We fixed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's going to do it for us okay. this week. Yeah. Um, thanks to Barry Cameron for our theme music you can contact us on Twitter so mm-hmm. it's twitter.com forward slash schoolcrack or at schoolcrack yeah. yeah or facebook.com forward slash schoolcrack podcast yeah. facebook uh, you can email us schoolcrackpodcast at gmail.com more tell time warp cards would be great yeah. or Almost your there. suggestions for fixing yeah Goblin Chain Murder also accept yeah, we'll, like, yeah we'll definitely accept those yeah make mm-hmm. it a 2-2 it's grand yeah And that's going to be it. Bye. See you. Bye bye. to Eamon and to Paul for your Talatine Warp cards because when I read your cards except for Paul's because he sent that to Wolf directly uh, Eamon your cards uh, uh, inspired me to go on a deep dive into Celtic mythology and reignite the fire I once had for Celtic folklore Ooh. so boys would you like to hear and 
well, I mean, you two boys here, but also boys and girls at home, would you like to hear a boozy and mostly accurate retelling of the Tan Bo Cooley Quailing? Oh, yeah. What? What? Tan, what? Sorry, the Tan. Sorry. What makes it boozy? Oh, no, it's, oh, it's the way it tells stories anyway. Okay. Or, or okay. Drinking. All right, go um, for it. Sorry, it is a Tan Bo Quailing, right? Is that how you say it? I said it wrong each time. It's Bo. Tan Bo Quailing. Yeah. Right? It's a cat. I thought it was cooling it. I think it, there's a whole lot of different pronunciations. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to pronounce all of these wrong anyway. Well, like the, the name of the town now is Cooley. Cooley, yeah. So it's so, the cattle raid of Cooley. Yeah. Is what it's also yeah. known as. Right, so the, the Tawn. We're just calling it the Tawn. Yeah, right. the Tawn. So the Tawn, right. It's a big Irish epic. It's, uh, it was um, it's a very, very old story, kind of along the same lines as the Iliad and the Odyssey uh, and the Epic of Gilgamesh and the Wire. Uh, but it's kind of it's unique in its style because unlike all of those other things it's not told in like verse e.g. old stories like this were told in verse so the druids and the, and the, and the lads could remember it but it turns out uh, these Irish ancient lads are really good at telling stories and not having to have it in verse to remember it mm-hmm. so do any of you know what the ton is about? I do y- y- vaguely Queen uh, Maeve yeah there we go that's something alright uh, actually starts Doing off some stuff and Duke <coughs> Cullen's also there and Duke Cullen is there yeah she so gets someone robbed, robbed a cow yeah, she accidentally rides all her boyfriends to death. What? What? Yeah, that's Queen Mae, isn't it? I don't know, not in this story. She's like, but, she can never find a good boyfriend because she keeps, like, exhausting them all with sex. Is, is that's that, not, that, don't that think, not a thing. I don't think it's you know? Mae. as well. I will say that this does have adult themes, as Karen has suggested, and right. there is a recurring theme of uh, fertility and writing uh, all throughout the, uh, the dawn. Okay. Uh, so that would not surprise me if that was just a different character. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fair um, so the story starts off, I'll, I'll tell this in two parts because it's, 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 um, it is very long. Okay. Well, what's unique about this is that it starts off with eight different, somewhere between eight and twelve different sub-stories or kind of pre-stories called uh, Rem, Rem Scala. So these are like kind of preludes that I suppose the way I see it is that anyone who tells a story can pick a different Rem Scala to start off with, which kind of changes the flavor of the rest of the story. Mm. So one of those Rem Scalas is the story of Satanta, which I'm sure we already know about. Would you like to hear well, again? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we have international listeners. Oh, we do. Yeah, stuff, all right, yeah. this this is actually fantastically ridiculous. A lot of it, all of these stories are pretty absurd. So, uh, the King of Ulster, King Conquerbar, he was walking down the road on his way to his feet, all the way on the way to a feast. His mate Cullen, uh, blacksmith, wealthy blacksmith, was having a feast. Uh, as King Conquerbar was walking down the street, he saw a whole load of young lads playing hurling. One young lad, seven years old, he was class at hurling. His name was Satanta, and then the king said, "Hey, Satanta, you're a deadly hurling. Do you want to come to this feast with me?" And Satanta says, yeah, that sounds great. I just want to finish this match and I'll follow you down there. And then King Conquerbar says, deadly. So King, King Conquerbar arrives uh, at Cullen's house, exhausted and tired from the half an hour journey. <laughs> and then King Con- so we all go in, all the lads sit down, start cracking open cans. And uh, Cullen stands up and says, all right, is that everyone? Are we all here? Any plus ones? Any wives coming? Anyone invite any random seven-year-old children from the streets? <laughs> and then King Conquerbar is like, nope, that's all of us, we're all here. And then Cullen says, all right, I'm going to lock up the doors. I'm going to unleash my giant monstrous hound, which is completely capable of devouring a seven-year-old child uh-huh, if they would yeah. come up. And then King says, that's fine, because we're all here. So then half an hour later, Satanta arrives with his hurley and his stitcher in his hand. Uh, and then this giant hound just comes flying towards him. Uh, so what we learned in school is that Cullen, oh sorry, Satanta picked up, picked up his hurley and smashed the the slitter and went down to the dog's throat. That is not what the actual story says. The story says Satanta grabbed the hound and smashed its skull open against a rock on the ground. Oh, right. wow. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know why our it's teachers would like this. Difference. Yeah, so then, so, they hear the lads used inside. the earlier, is that a that's detail just irrelevant? Like, exactly. It's I, it's, a seven-year-old child. Yeah, like, <laughs> I thought that was the point of the, using I, the slitter to choke the, jo- the dog because there's no way he could have won in a fair fight. <laughs> 
Well, that was the whole point of the story. <laughs> you're you're going to be surprised by a lot of this. Tom Charles was ruined. So there, there there is a lot of different retellings, a lot of different temptations and different kind of versions. But uh, one of the versions had one of the reasons the children's books has yeah with him with the slitter getting the tr- slitter down the just very quickly to explain for international litter- listeners yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. a hurley is a stick that you use to play hurling which is an Irish game yeah. and the slitter is the, is the ball that you use it it's like yeah. a it's like a baseball yeah yeah, I think the game's like field hockey is best way yeah it's, yeah. it's like field it. hockey but you're like pick up the ball yeah, yeah. Uh, and kind of hit it like, like a baseball out and, of your hand with the yeah. stick and batter each other yeah, yeah. very violent yeah. <laughs> so the, the lads inside the house, they hear the ruckus, they all come out, and then Conkabar uh, well, is like, Oh, shit, I forgot about you, kid, who I invited. Are you all right? And then Cullen's like, No, he's fine. My dog is, his head smashed open on, on the ground. Uh, who's going to defend my house now? And then Satanta, he says, Cullen, I will be your coo, Cullen. I will be your hound. Oh, coo means hound of Cullen. <laughs> That's supposed to be dramatic ending to the story. Important detail. Yeah. <laughs> I will be the hand of Cullen, and my name will be Cullen, and I will guard your house. And then Cullen says, "That's deadly." All right, and that's the end of the story. Okay. That's how Cullen, Cullen got his name. So a seven-year-old kid beat, killed a dog, and then became the guy, <laughs> became a guard for your man who won the dog. Well, he's a psychopath, little kid, for one thing. Yeah. Very questionable behavior, and you know, it sounds like he didn't come from a great background. And then also the adults not very responsible either in this situation, just yeah. just not getting the kid any help, and then just letting them be a full time seven year old guard. Yeah, in the exactly. house, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we come, come along with a picture for some armor. Yeah. we're gonna have to size it down a bit for you. Ah, oh, lads, there there is so much wrong with the story. You use a little bit. So remember, like uh, in Dragon Age, as for example, remember in Dragon Age, you pick a different start for each character. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like one start. It's like that. Oh, okay, right. right yeah. yeah. So a lot of people know about that. Now another one. Uh, just, just, Another one I'll, I'll read just before I start an actual story is uh, uh, the yeah, pangs of Ulster. We might have to start the actual story another time because oh yeah, it's I, I have a, a break for it's a very started story. We'll stop. Okay, yeah, okay sorry. Cool. So the pangs of Ulster is the second rem, rem scale. Do you know about the pangs of Ulster? No, I think so. If you talk, I've heard, I've heard that before. But yeah, if you thought the last story was bizarre and absurd, this you're, you're in for a treat. Great. So it starts off this L lad. His name is Krunik um, uh, Kruinik Krunik okay. right. okay. lives by himself in a gaff uh, a house in the middle of the country. He's widowed, his wife has died, he has three children. This is kind of presented as being like the worst fate for a man. He's living in this house with no wife and he has to look after these three children by himself. He's struggling. Then all of a sudden, a beautiful woman knocks on his door. He opens the door and the beautiful woman says, Oh, I'll be your wife now. I'm going to go out and look after your kids, clean your house, and we're going to have loads of sex. And Krunik says, That sounds fantastic to me. So this is, this is actual the story, right? How it goes. So she moves in. She cleans his house, looks after his kids, and have loads of sex, and eventually she becomes pregnant with twins. Mm-hmm. All right. So King Conquerbar, the guy I mentioned from the first story. So King Conquerbar, he's holding a feast nearby. Uh, Krunik, he says, "Yeah, let's go to this feast. I'll show off my lovely new wife to uh, all, all, the, all the people there." So he goes to the feast, uh, and then so at the feast, he's showing his wife around. He's showing off his wife, and then King Conquerbar comes in with this you know big massive deadly chariot and this these deadly class new horses. And King's like, "Look how deadly my chariot is, and look how deadly my horses are." And Krunik stands up and says, Ah, oh, well, I bet you my pregnant wife can run faster than your horses. Because apparently that's a normal thing to say in, in ancient Ireland. <laughs> and the king says, and the king says, Oh, that's, that, that is not true. Go on, bring her up here and, and she'll race the horses. And she's all like, No, I'm, I'm like nine months pregnant. I'm heavily pregnant. I can't run against horses. That's, that's insane. And all the dads are like, No, you got to do it. You got to do it. And the king's like, Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kill you if you don't do it. So then she stands up. She, she, turns, she turns to the whole crowd and says, 
each oh, each one of you was born to a mother through the pangs of labour and how dare you force me to do this thing when your mothers went through the same thing to give birth to your lives. Mm. And I guess like, this is probably like... The, oh, I do know the story. I yeah. do know the story. Yeah. So yeah, this is like, yeah. the, the, this is the beginning of the Irish government ignoring the pleas of pregnant women all throughout Irish history. Because oh. the king says, no, you're going to do this anyway. So the king forces a woman to, to race beside horses. She wins the race then she collapses on the ground gives birth to two stillborn twins through a whole load of blood and it's all very gruesome and stuff. Yeah. All right, then, but then she stands up, she towers over all the men and she reveals herself as Maka, the, the Celtic goddess of sovereignty. Sovereignty? Sovereignty. 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 Yeah. So she reveals herself as this and she says, because you ignored my pleas, all of you men of Ulster, you will face the pangs of labour when you're in Ulster's most dire need. Ooh. And these will last for nine days and nine nights and they'll be known as Nine day in Ulad, which means the pains for nine days and nine nights. <laughs> <laughs> so then she disappears, and the king's like, "God, oh, that was pretty. That, that, that was awful. Uh, maybe if I rename uh, this hill fort to uh, Eamon Maka, which means the twins of Maka. Maybe if I rename this hill fort to her name, this curse won't happen." And then this, if this was like a HBO uh, series of the time, this would be like where, they, where you have our opening sequence of so like mm-hmm. black text, black screen. Okay. White text like the dawn, mm. bum bum. Mm. Maybe a heartbeat. It also kind of sounds like um, where it would come in if it was Arrested Development. <laughs> the narrator would come in and go, "That didn't happen." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, all right. So uh, very briefly, this next part is wrap those those two things up nicely. Um, so the story starts off with uh, Queen Maeve, as Kira mentioned, lying in bed or her husband. Her husband's name is Alil. A Alil. We we'll call him Al, right? Okay, right. Maeve and Al mm. are lying in bed. This is, it's like, this, imagine these are characters from, uh, what's it called? Married to Children. Okay. So yeah. the, this, this, this is actually part of the story. They're lying in bed. Uh, Al says, oh, isn't it great the way that you married me and now you're really rich? And she's like, what? That's not true. Like, Al, you're, you're, you're full of shit. And he's like, well, it is true. You, you were nothing before you met me. She's like, no, my dad was a high king of Ireland. I had loads and loads of money. Sure, you had nothing before I met you. You're, my dairy gave you all of your, your riches. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, maybe you're, you're, you're talking. That's, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but my, three of my brothers are also kings in Ireland. She's like, yeah, my dad was a high king. He, that, that's better than all of you. So she gets out of bed. She's like, look, I'll show you. All of this stuff I own is more stuff than you own. And he's like, no, no, I also have... A lot. So she takes out all her jewelry, kind of like lies all her jewelry out in bed, and says, "Look at all this stuff I own." Okay. And he's like, "No, I'm I'm also a man in Celtic Ireland. I also have lots of jewelry, and it's also measuring up to be the same amount of jewelry as you have." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "All right, well." Then she fetches for her servants. The servants start bringing her all her clothes and all her furniture. And then Al does the same. Gets all his clothes and all his furniture, and they lay all all the stuff. Sorry, this is happening in Connacht, by the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. They all the stuff out, and then she's like, "Oh, this is." Well, Look, we're equal. He's like, Al's like, all right, we both same mound. It's fine. She's like, no, no, no. I, I, I bet I have more than you. She goes outside, starts kind of kicking up all the cattle they have, all the sheep they have, all the goats they have, uh, all the all the livestock they have are completely equal. Except there's one cow. No, sorry, there's one bull that she owned. But this bull, the bull's name is Fianvanic, Fianvanic, okay. which is a class name for a bull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her, her bull Fianvanic had had moved over to, to mm-hmm. Al's uh, Al's livestock. And she's like, see, this is my bull. And then Al's like, no, 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 this bull, this bull did not want to be owned by a woman. This bull now belongs to me, so I have more stuff than you do. Controversial. She's like, this, she's like, that, this is not good. Uh, so she calls up her, so she gets, she gets her servants together and says, I want you to go find a bull that is equally as good as, as this bull. Turns out there's another bull called Don Quailing, who, who lives in Cooley. And this bull, she, she, arranges to, she arranges to have this bull borrowed 
uh, from basically she's arranged to buy this bowl in Ulster off this lad called Dara uh, and when she buys this she's going, she's going to share this guy Dara in riches and she's going to buy this buy this bowl and everything will be fine uh, so then she sends her servants up to or yeah she sends her messengers up to Ulster uh, they arrange the meeting and Dara's delighted to be selling this bowl he has a great big feast with him to hit Maeve's servants uh, they get drunk and they reveal accidentally that oh well it's great he's giving us this bowl but if he didn't we just invade Ulster anyway he's like what that's not true the deal is off so then these lads come back to Maeve and then Maeve's like yeah the deal fell through can't get this bowl she's like alright we're going to march on Ulster so she gets all her men together and then all the men in Connacht all get together to start marching upon Ulster then King Conquerbar, he's like, oh, right, men of Ulster, we're going to fight against this invading army. They're not going to get us. They, they made a fool out of my friend Dara. They, 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 the deal they had fell through. These are honourable people. They're going to march all over your homes. And now, and he's like, oh, shit, my water broke. So he just what? falls down and starts having the, the pangs of labour. And all oh. the other men in Ulster start having the pangs of labour. Oh, no. And they're like, there's no one to defend Ulster against this oncoming army, except for a boy called Cucullin. We have a team song coming. Man of Dorks. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well done, Al. Next was... time on the Tom. <laughs> by Al. Yeah. It, gets, it yes. gets bonkers. As read that. by. All right. So we're going to have the continuation of the story next yes. time.